Hello, everybody. This is Sharon C. Jenkins, and I am the Master Communicator. And you are listening to and viewing Luminance. This is where we take the light and we shine it on people who are doing good stuff in the earth. And I'm just, I'm just so thrilled that we are in the month of November. It is a month of Thanksgiving. It is a month of love. It is a month where we show gratitude for all the wonderful things that uh, have happened to us in the new year. So I thought it would be just ideal to have this beautiful, vivacious author, Yasmin Onko, on the show today. I love her. I love her. I love her. I got an opportunity to meet her at WriterCon, and she is the bomb.com, but I fell in love with her before she even got to WriterCon, because I saw her being interviewed on a podcast, and she is such a woman of grace and, you know, nobility. Yes, nobility. So greetings, Jasmine. Thank you, thank you for having me, Sharon. Gosh, that was nice. I, I need I need more people to say things like that. That's nice. <laughs> what a great intro. Thank you. The truth is the truth is the truth. And so when you're telling the truth, you don't have to go back and think of what you said because it is the truth. So welcome, welcome, welcome to Luminance. Now, I see that your very first novel was titled her name is night and it's a thriller curious why would you with your wonderful little petite self write a thriller you don't even look like the mad scientist type Good question, you know, because you you just never know what's behind someone's smile, right? I'm a devilish one. No. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I just really enjoy reading and and uh watching thrillers and horrors, and I'm, I'm a huge horror buff and, and things like that. So those things like really, really excite me. And they're so different from what I am in real life. Like I'm I'm a real scaredy cat and you know I'm I'm pretty boring and, and stuff like that. And I don't like to go outside too much. So um you know I, I get to lose myself in those kind of stories where the, the the protagonist and the antagonist are doing these wild things that I could never imagine for myself. So that's why I wanted um to write in you know into thrillers because it makes me it brings me so much joy. And I was like, you know, why not write something that that I love? And I think that people, you know, like me would would enjoy that too. Yeah. So I understand you're an educator. Did that have anything to do with your writing thrillers? Because I used to teach and I used to teach middle schoolers and high schoolers. And baby, mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to say. 
That's all I can say too. Let me tell you. <laughs> and my husband is is a principal, you know, at at a mill in high school. Um, and so you know, we still are, are, are in it, and I still hear it from him. But yeah, like no, they didn't really um inspire you know um the thrillers and things, but they did help me um cultivate my craft because in I was an English teacher say and um taught middle and high school same as you, and so in teaching them you know, the concepts of writing and the writing craft and, and also in just literature and deep diving into, you know, all the author content and their choice and stuff like that. That helped me kind of figure out how to write for an audience, what was the voice and, you know, all of those things. So the, the writer craft, I was able to really, as I was teaching the students, I'm teaching myself and, and we're kind of going through it together. So it really helped with my writing and how I wanted to write, but but not so much with the content and the genre. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also curious about your main character in your very first book. Tell us how you came, how she came into being. Sure. So, so Nina Knight is, is the main character and she is, um, it is a trilogy. So she is of both books. Um, the second one, I had to figure out which side I was on. The second one, um, just came out a couple months ago. Um, and, um, she came to be again because, you know, well, mostly because since I love thrillers and horrors and things like that, you know, back when I really first thought of, um, of Nina and what kind of, protagonist she was going to be what I wasn't seeing really was that kind of protagonist in the books that I was reading um and in the movies that I was watching growing up I saw very little of us you know black women um and definitely women who weren't from this country um in those positions of power they were always you know someone else and and the women who were in there were always the ones that were being saved or or the ones that, you know, were were the girlfriend um, or the ones that were always the smart ones feeding all the information to the, you know, to the hero. And so I was just like, you know, I really, really love these books and these movies, but like, I don't see a whole lot of, of me out there. And I know there's got to be other people who who like the kind of stuff that I like to read and and you want to see more of us in there. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to start writing um, and I'm going to focus on, you know, uh, protagonists that are black women that are in these spaces that, you know, we don't normally see us in. And I'm going to try to make that the norm so that anybody who picks up, you know, any of our books, they are not saying, oh, I'm reading as a Black person. I'm reading as this, you know, whatever. They're just reading because that's what we as, you know, people of color, as Black people have had to do, right? We pick up a book and we're not like, oh, this is a white character. I'm reading as this white character. We are able to fully immerse ourselves. And so that is what, you know, I wanted for for my book. And and I also wanted to write this real fierce woman who was just taking names and, and didn't need someone to save her because that's the power of a Black woman, right? Um, and she can save herself, but she can also be a, a vulnerable person if she wants to be. And so I just wanted to highlight all of those things while also highlighting my culture. Wow. What a great, great mission for a book. And you did it and you did it in spades because I saw this New York Times article about you. Tell us about your journey. You, this, your first book just blew up. What happened? 
You know what? I'm still trying to figure out what happened. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Because it took a long time. Like this wasn't the first book that I wrote. I'm definitely the first one that I published. The first one that I wrote was women's fiction. And, you know, I tried to to sub that and shop that around and it didn't get picked up. And so I shelved it and, um, and just waited a long time. So life, you know, took, it was a 20 year detour for me. Mm-hmm. And um, after 20 years of just, you know, of taking care of the kids and then of having, you know, life experiences and a change of life situation, I decided to pick back up this thing that I love, which was writing, because writing grounds me and it settles me and it makes me bearable in the house. And I think anybody will tell you if mom or Yasmin, if she doesn't write, she's unbearable. So, um, so yeah, so like when I finally, you know, wrote this book and decided I was going to, to, to query it and try to find an agent in 2020. And, uh, and that's what I did. And I still got a whole lot of rejections. I must have had at least a hundred rejections before I finally got, you know, the yes from my agent and, and I won the, you know, um, the writing award, um, that I had sub to. So, it took a long time, but then when it finally happened, it happened very, very fast. And so I still have a little PTSD from all of those rejections because, you know, it doesn't feel good to be told no all the time, right? Um, And I, you know, I had a lot of self-doubt and I still do. Um, But then when it happened, it happened very, very quickly. So it's like PTSD and whiplash at the same time. I'm still trying to like really like settle and ground myself in like, yeah, this happened and people really like it. And I'm so glad and, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, kudos to you, but even more so for having the courage and the insight to step outside of the norm and create something that was palatable and enjoyable and a well-written book that spoke to volumes of people. So congratulations, but even more so, what encouraging words would you give to someone who mm, they've tried to navigate this thing called authorship and they've been shipwrecked? What encouraging words do you have for them? Well, I will say to them what I told myself literally, and, and that is just try one more thing. Just do this one more thing. And this one more thing will then become another thing and then become another thing. And that might not be the thing that gets you where you want to be. But slowly but surely, I, I honestly believe that you will get there. Um, and, and even if those wins that you have are personal wins, you feel good about yourself because you've created this thing. Those are wins worth celebrating. So it doesn't have to be, you know, a big, huge, that would be nice to be well-known and, and have all of this acclaim. But even if you're just doing it for yourself, um, just keep trying that one more thing. Because before I got my um, my agent, right before I got my agent and right before, you know, I found out that I won the Eleanor Taylor Bland Award, um, I was going to quit. And I had told myself, I'm going to quit writing. Like I had all these rejections. Nobody liked my first book. The second book, they didn't understand what was going, you know, what was because they were having that issue that I was talking about, unable to really see themselves in this position, you know, with this Black woman and, and this immigrant woman at that. And so I was like, you know what, maybe I am wrong about my writing I'm just going to give up. And, and something in me was like, you know what, Yasmin, you can't give up. Like, just, just do this one more thing. And the one more thing that I did was to apply for that, um, Eleanor Taylor Bland award. 
And, um, and, you know, and then I ended up getting it. And then, you know, right before that, I, you know, ended up getting, you know, my, my agent. So these blessings, they came, but I would have never had the award had I not applied and tried that one more thing. So that would be the, um, the advice that I would give only because I have, you know, done it myself and have tried and I still do it, you know, when I want to give up when writing is hard um, and I can't think of the words, you know, that I need and I'm on deadline. I'm like, all right, Aspen, just write this, these couple of words, just do this one thing. And then when I start to write, I'm feeling good. And I'm like, okay, this actually sounds kind of good. And I keep going and going and, and eventually get, there. I haven't read it yet. Um, and so, in the, and she's met a whole lot of people within her tribe. Um, and this is a, you know, metaphorical tribe as also um, a physical tribe, right? of uh, which is um a corporation so not a tribe and how you're thinking how you might be thinking um at, you know in Africa or something like that but um so she has these new people who are within her tribe that you know she she has to now navigate the relationships with them a love interest a, a, a girl who is like a daughter to her her own family and accepting all of these things from them that she hasn't had, uh, you know, in her, in her childhood, she's gone through a lot of stuff. So, so a secret um, organization is coming up against the, the organization that she works with and they're called the tribe. So this secret organization comes up against the tribe and is trying to dismantle them and, and trying to take over and, and Nina and her, you know, friends and things like that have to try to figure out who these people are and why they're trying to like, you know, dismantle the tribe and how to overcome them. Wow. Oh, I love it. I can't wait. I just can't wait. It's on my Christmas list. (laughs) In the month of December, I will be doing some reading and it's at the top of my list. So I'm curious now that you've gotten in the driver's seat, okay, and you you traveled down the road a little bit, what can we expect in the future? Hmm, that's a good one. So I, I just finished writing the third um, of the series and have turned that in and I have to, I'm working on the edits right now. And then after that, I'm going to take like a little bit of a break from the series and I'm going to do a standalone. It's also going to be a thriller. Uh, um, and I haven't quite narrowed down what that's going to be about, but it, but I'm excited about it because it's going to be something new and it's fresh and it's also going to highlight, you know, a, a Black woman in, in the, you know, pivotal role and, and things like that. So I think you all will like that. And I would like to go back to eventually, you know, my women's fiction that I shelved and, and rework that and see if, you know, I can have that out there, you know, in a different way, because I think that that was also a story worth, worth telling. Well, I can't wait for any of this. So hurry up. (laughs) And uh, my last question, beautiful one. How do you think your experience is preparing the way for the generations that will come behind you? Oh, I love that question. Yes, it is beautiful. I think that... um, it's preparing the way because it is allowing the generations who are coming up after me to 
to really own where they come from. I'm first generation Ghanaian American. And so for a lot of my life, I've, I kind of put that on the back burner to be an American, right? And now I, I'm, and I've always been proud of being a Ghanaian, but I'm even more so now. And I see all of these, you know, movies and, and things like that, that highlight, you know, the African diaspora and the culture and everything. And I love that, right? But that was also something I grew up with. And so I, I hope that anyone who comes up behind me, especially if they're women, um, feel empowered to write whatever it is that is on their heart to write and to own it and to enjoy it, even if it's in a genre that they are not typically known because there are not very many, you know, Black women like me who are writing specifically in, you know, the action thriller genre Um and, and things like that. Uh, not like this, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying I'm the only one. There are many, there are others out there, but we typically see, you know, people from different cultures and, different, you know, men who are writing like this. And so it, it took a little bit of courage and I still get scared, but I, I hope that everyone who comes after feels a little bit more encouraged, a little bit more empowered to write something beyond what is considered the norm for them and to make that the norm for everyone else. I love it. I love it. In celebration of everything that you've done, I want to co-sign the fact that Black women are superheroes. That's not saying that other women aren't. It's just elevating us to where we should be. We are royalty. We have royal blood running through our veins. And as we step into that place, the, you know, that throne that has been sometimes evasive, as we step into that place, let's all grab hands and do it together. Thank you, Yasmin. You are a fresh breath of air and much success to you, much prosperity, much abundance to you and happy writing. Thank you. You too. Thank you. So, oh, one last thing. Tell people how they can get the book or how they can reach out to you. Sure. So you can get the book wherever, um, you know, books are sold. Uh, any of the independent bookstores, you can order it from them. Um, you can also, you know, get it from Amazon, but independent bookstores are, are, are all, they are in need and, and we want to support them in every way. Um, and then you can get a hold of me. I'm on Twitter at uh, Yaz A Writer. I'm on Instagram at author underscore Yaz. And I have a Facebook page, um, which is just Yasmanango um, uh, author or something like that. That's my author page. So you can um, get a hold of me any of those ways. And and if you reach out, then, you know, I'll, I'll say hello. You know, I tend to. <laughs> I like when people talk to me nicely, though. So <laughs> well, I'll answer back. <laughs> <laughs> me too, Yasmin. Me too. Again, thank you so much for this wonderful interview. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. If you have that writing book, just go ahead and just yield to it. Yes, this industry takes work, but if you write a good book and you have a good story to tell, you deserve to be read. So we want to encourage you, pick up your pen, okay? Find the courage 
to do what you've been called to do. And remember, I love you guys, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. And we will be back. I can't tell you when, because, you know, it's been every other week. But I want you to know we're going to keep shining the light on you. Have a great one. Thank you, Yasmin. (laughs) Bye-bye.